And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. Whoa! Would you look at those stars? There's Orion and the Pleiades. Whoo! Did you see that right across? And another one. I, I will never get tired of looking at the night sky. There's so much to see. There's so much happening out there. You ever tried to count the stars? You can't do it. I've tried lots of times. There's way too many of them. Nights like this, I, I, I know how David felt. You know David, right? David the king? He was a shepherd once, you know? Yeah, just like me. He wrote all kinds of songs. I think he wrote some of them on, on starry nights like this. Well, one of my favorites goes like this. Uh, Lord, when I, when I consider the heavens that you have made, the moon and stars that you have set in place, what is man that you are mindful of him? the Son of Man, that you should visit him. I think I know what, what David's getting at. Nights like this, when, when you look up at the stars, you, you know that Yahweh is out there. I mean, David says he sets every single star in place. Think about that. Those stars are telling us that, that, that Yahweh is majestic and great and powerful and watching over all things. But you got to wonder, does, does he watch over us too? With all those stars to think about, does, does he pay any attention to us? Does he even know we're down here? Makes you wonder. So, so what brings you folks out here on a cold night like this? Oh, you're on your way home after the census. Oh, yeah, sure, sure. We've had all kinds of folks coming through here. Sure, sure, you can bed down here for the night. We've got a fire going over yonder there where the guys are sleeping. We've got fresh spring right here and some, some hay for your animals. I've I got to keep an eye on these sheep over here. Looks like I got stuck with the night watch again. The older guys, they, they don't like staying up all night. Let the kid do it, he said. I don't mind. I, I kind of like it. You know, it's nice and quiet. I, I could use some company, though, to... Help me stay awake. You folks look kind of nervous. You're not scared, are you? Being out here in the hills, lions and wolves and such. Hey, there's nothing to worry about. 
I got my staff here and got my slingshot right here. Five smooth stones. I always carry five, just like David. He only needed one, though, right? Wham! Right between the eyes. <laughs> Goliath goes down. Gotta love that story. You're not, you're not nervous about being with a bunch of shepherds, are you? Oh, don't, don't go believe in all that stuff they say about us. It ain't true. Most of it ain't true. <laughs> yeah, people think we're strange. You know, living out here in the hills, year long, year round, all kinds of weather. Roaming from place to place, but never really going anywhere. We've got no family, no roots, no, no home to speak of. Just... The hills and sheep. All day, all night, nothing but sheep. Come to think of it, maybe we are a little strange. I don't know. I like it, though. This is the life for me. You know, nobody bothering you. Nobody telling you what to do. Just these critters here, and they don't tell you nothing. I'm guessing you folks don't know much about sheep. Yeah, they're not, they're not the most noble of creatures, you know. Not like some of those horses I see you got with you there. No, sheep, they really can't do much for you. Not like an ox or a mule or something. They, they can't even pull their own weight. They're not too smart. You know, they're always just kind of wandering around, getting lost. They'll eat themselves sick if you let them. I, I, I once saw a flock of sheep follow each other right off the edge of a cliff. I did, every single one of them. And don't be fooled by them sleeping all peaceful-like over there. They can be ornery critters, too, and they don't want to do something. In case you haven't picked it up by now, they, they carry a bit, of a bit of an odor. The thing about sheep is they need a shepherd. And as long as they've got someone to, to watch over them, to lead them to pastures and protect them from the wild animals, well, they do fine. They're, Kind of, kind of lovable, actually. It sounds strange, but I, I really care about those critters. I do. I, I, I get names for them all. Every one of them has got a name. Every night, I count them when they come into the fold. I make sure none of them are missing. If they are, I go looking for them, even, even on a dark night. You know, Isaiah... Isaiah's always saying that, uh, that no, not, not, not that Isaiah, not, not the real Isaiah, I mean our Isaiah. Yeah, he'd be the one, the one snoring over there. Yeah, that, that's our Isaiah. Anyway, I, he says he's a descendant of the, the real Isaiah. I think that's a lot of sheep dung, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> he says, he says uh, sheep or people are a lot like sheep. You know, who's wandering around, getting lost, eating too much, getting themselves in trouble. I, I think he's onto something. I mean, sometimes, sometimes I feel kind of lost. Sometimes I wish I had, I had someone watching over me, you know. Oh, did you see that one? <laughs> you know what I think? I, I think Yahweh lets a star fall every once in a while just to keep us looking up, just to keep us wondering. 
You know, like I said, I, I do fine with these critters here. It's, it's people I don't get on so well with. Oh, not the guys here. We do fine together. I, I, I mean regular folk, you know. Every once in a while, we, we have to go into town to get some supplies or deliver some sheep. And Man, we, we don't stay any longer than we have to. It's so crowded down there, noisy. And we, we just don't fit in. And townsfolk, they, they steer pretty clear us, too. And I can't say as I blame them. You spend all your waking hours with a bunch of sheep? Yeah. You start to smell like them, too. And then townsfolk, they don't appreciate that. They, they say we're thieves. Always accusing us of stealing something from their barn or their field. I know how it works. Farmer goes out to the barn one morning, finds a tool missing. Right away, he blames the shepherds. Ah, uh, dang shepherds must have come through down again. If you ask me, one of his kids took it and lost it. I never stolen anything. Maybe a bag of grain every once in a while, you know, just to tide us over, or some leather to fix my sandals. That doesn't make me a thief, does it? Ah, let them say what they want. It doesn't really bother me. They've got to blame their troubles on someone. Might as well be us shepherds. I'll tell you what does bother me, though. They say, they say we're unclean. I don't mean the regular way. I mean like in the religious way. Like we're unacceptable. You see, my people, being Jewish, we got all kinds of laws. Way too many laws, if you ask me. We got laws about what you can wear and laws about what you can eat and how you can kill it and how you can cook it. We got uh, laws about how many times a day you're supposed to wash your hands. We got laws about keeping the Sabbath and the holy days. Well, how are we supposed to keep all those laws out here? I mean, we eat anything we get our hands on. You can't be too particular about how you killed it either. That's for keeping our hands clean. Well, I got blood and dirt, manure on them all day long. You can't go washing up all day out here. And that's for the Sabbath, holy days. Who knows? You lose track of time out here. What are you supposed to do? Leave our sheep up here in the hills while we go down to the temple to worship? They wouldn't welcome us if we did anyway. I can tell you that for sure. I, I remember the last time I tried to go to the temple. It was, it was my turn to, to deliver the sheep. You see, these sheep we watch here, they're, they're for the temple. Yeah, that's right. They, they, they use them for sacrifices. That's why we got to watch them real careful. No cuts or bruises, no broken bones. they got to be perfect. So it was my turn to bring the sheep in, and I was kind of looking forward to it. I hadn't been to the temple since I was a little kid. I was kind of eager to see what was going on there. I remember one of the priests, he met me, he met me outside the temple, out, out and back. And I remember he, he kind of kept his distance from me, ne never really looked at me. He looked over my sheep real careful-like, and handed me a bag of money and turned and walked away. Excuse me, sir. I said, you, you need some help with those sheep? I can bring them inside for you. I'll never forget the way he looked at me, up and down, like he was disgusted with me. Shook his head and turned and walked away. And how do you like that? I wasn't good enough. My critters could go into the temple, but not me. 
Oh, yeah, I said, what about David? That's what I always say when people give us a hard time. <laughs> what about David? He was a shepherd once. Of course, David didn't stay a shepherd, did he? He became a king. Man, after God's own heart. Ah, maybe they're right. Maybe we're unclean. Maybe, maybe a person like me has got no business being in God's house. Oh, that's all right. This is the place for me. Out here in the hills, me and the boys. My favorite time is in the evening. We find a little hollow among the hills, kind of like this one here. We get the sheep all settled down for the night. Build a fire and, and roast up some game. When we've, when we've eaten our full, we just start passing the wineskins around. And the guys start telling stories. Man, shepherds, they know how to tell stories. Then the stars come out. We just lay on our backs and look up for hours at a time, just watching. Some nights, those, those stars seem so close. feels like you could reach out and grab one and just, just put, it, put it right in your sack. One of the boys starts to play his flute. Music drifts out over the hills. Man, townsfolk, they don't know nothing about that kind of life. You know, I feel closer to God out here in the hills than I ever do down in the city. I mean, who, who needs a temple when you got all this? I, I'd love to get some of them priests out here for a few nights, see how they do. Maybe they'd stop worrying about what everyone's wearing, how clean their hands were, and just look up for a change. Man, they'd worship then. You can't help think about Yahweh out here. You know, know what Isaiah says? No, not that Isaiah. I mean the real Isaiah. <laughs> he, says, he says that Yahweh numbers the stars and calls each one by name. But think about that. He's got a name for every one of those stars. It's kind of like me with these sheep here. I count them every night. I got names for them. It makes me wonder if God could care about all those stars like that, know them by name. Wonder if he cares about us like that. Wonder, wonder if he knows our name. I wish I could have had those priests out here a couple months ago that night. You know that night, right? What happened? What? No. You, you haven't heard about what happened that night in these hills right here in Bethlehem? Man, I thought the whole world would have heard by now. Yeah, it was back, back at the census time when it just started. You remember, Caesar decided he wanted to count everybody in the empire. Something about paying taxes or something. So everybody had to go back to the town they came from to be counted. Now, we didn't go. <laughs> I mean, Caesar doesn't care about a bunch of shepherds, which is fine with us. But everybody else, they had to travel. So we had people all over these hills back then those weeks passing through. We went far back in the hills as we could get. We had no interest in running into a bunch of city folk. No offense, but it just, it's the way it is. By this one night, this one night I was, I was on night watch again. It was a night a lot like this. 
cold and clear. I found myself a real uncomfortable rock to sit on, you know, help me stay awake. See, being that far out in the hills, there could be lions and wolves around. I had to be ready. But I was hoping for a nice, quiet night. And that's how it started out, nice and quiet. But then long about the middle of the night, I, I noticed something. Can't say what it was exactly, but it was something, something different. Something was, something was in the air, like it was, like it was moving around or something. And I thought maybe I was just getting drowsy, so I kind of got up and stomped around a little bit, tried to wake myself up, but, but it was still there. It was, getting, it was getting stronger. I started fingering those five stones of mine and got my slingshot ready, moved a little closer to where the boys were. Right about then, the, the sheep started stirring. They were spooked too. They, they woke up, started making a rack, and that woke the boys up. They knew something was going on there, rubbing their eyes, trying to see, but there's really nothing to see. It's just, just the air kind of moving around and, and, and then be kind of in a circle, sort of like a whirlwind. Pretty soon dust is rising up into the air and our cloaks are blowing up around our faces. There's this rushing sound in the air and getting louder and louder. And suddenly we notice this patch of light right on the ground in front of us, getting brighter and brighter. It's like, like a beam of light going all the way up into the heavens. As high as you can see, higher and higher, brighter and brighter. Sound got loud, the wind is blowing. Pretty soon, we're on the ground. We got knocked over, couldn't even stand up. Suddenly, that swirling beam of light be began to take the shape of, I don't know, it looked like a man, I guess, some kind of a messenger, like the finest, strongest human being I've ever seen. And in a moment, he just stopped spinning and, and looked right at us. I mean, he looked us right in the eye, every one of us. And then he spoke. And with a voice like a song, he said, don't be afraid. Yeah, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. He said, I bring you good news of great joy for everyone. Today, this day in the town of David, the Savior has been born to you, who is Messiah, the Lord. He went on to tell us that if we went down to Bethlehem, we'd find a little baby wrapped up in cloths, lying in a manger. We didn't know what to make of all this. We're stuck. We're just dumbstruck there, kind of sitting, waiting, didn't dare move. And all of a sudden, bam, the whole sky explodes with light. <laughs> hundreds and hundreds of angels singing, glory to God, glory to God in the highest heavens and on earth, peace to those on whom his favor rests. It was the most beautiful music I've ever heard. I tried to remember it, tried to sing it again, but I can't get it back. It's like music from another place. We just sat back and listened. It could have gone on all night long. But it wasn't just the music. It was the light. I mean, here we were out in the hills, middle, darkest part of the night, and there's this, this pool of light. We're all standing in, like daylight, only better, like everything was more beautiful in this light. Even those shepherds, they look pretty good, even this light. And suddenly I realized I, I wasn't afraid at all. Just like the angel said, Felt like as long as we were in that light, man, nothing, nothing could bother us. I started thinking about what, what that messenger said. Unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who's Messiah. Now, I may just be a shepherd and unclean and all that, but, but I'm still a Jew. And our people, I, I, we know all about Messiah. We've been waiting generations for God to send a deliverer 
someone who would save us, set us free from our enemies, make us great and godly again. Is that what they were telling us? After all this time, Messiah had come into the world tonight in Bethlehem? I mean, it was the city of David after all. I always knew it would come back to David. Like I said, we could have sat there all night listening to that music, enjoying that light, but as suddenly as it started, it just ended. Just like that, they're all gone. The sky was dark, the air was still, the night was quiet, and the sheep were going berserk. They were spooked out of their little minds, running all over the hills. It took us forever to round them up, get them all settled down again. As soon as we did, we knew what we had to do. We had to go down in Bethlehem and see if these things had really, really happened. Now, the boys wanted me to stay back and with the sheep. I said, nothing doing, not after what we've just been through. I want to go down there and see what's going on. So we just took a lot of them with us, kicking their little tails all the way down to Bethlehem. <laughs> so we get to town. It's the middle of the night, and the place is bustling with activity. It was the census. No, nobody could, people couldn't find things to eat. They couldn't find a place to stay. People, they were setting up camp right in the street. So we started asking around a bit. Anybody had seen anything, heard anything? No one knew a thing about a baby or angels or anything. I mean, how could it be? Are we the only ones? Finally, out on the edge of town, we, we found a, a little stall. Is all it was, like a shed. Had some hay and had some animals back in the shadows. And sure enough, there's a young woman there and her husband. And, and they've got a little baby all wrapped up in cloth. And, and they've got it laying, laying in a manger just, just like this, a feeding trough. Now, we figured this must be the place, but I mean, how could it be? But we're talking about God's Messiah here, about the Deliverer, in a place like this, on a night like this. So we, we told the young couple our story, and, and they actually believed it, almost like they expected it, like it gave them comfort. We still weren't sure we had the right place, but, but then they told us that baby's name. They said his name is Jesus, Yeshua, Savior just like the angel said. They were the kindest folk. They, they invited us, us, to come in and see their baby. Now, I don't know nothing about babies, believe me, but when I sat down and looked at that little baby's face, the, the light shining on him, it felt like heaven's light was shining right on that baby. I realized that God who made the stars, hung them all in place, made that little baby too. That beautiful face. Gave him to us, special like. And we couldn't stay long. It was getting towards, towards morning. We had to get the sheep out of town. We just thanked the folks and told them we hoped everything would be okay. And on our way out of town, we, we tried to tell people that we found the baby. You know, we told them all about it. People seemed amazed at the story, but I don't think they took us very seriously. I don't think anybody went back to see that baby. We made our way back into the hills. We, we were kind of telling the story over and over again, singing songs, carrying on. One, one of the guys, he said, uh, he says, uh, I bet those priests in the temple never been visited by angels. I said, yeah, if they were, they probably wouldn't let them in because they weren't dressed proper. <laughs> Man, we laughed. That, that was some wonderful night. 
Like I said, that was a couple months ago. The census is over now. Everybody's gone home pretty much. You folks are like the last of them, I think. People are back to their business and we're chasing these sheep around again. It's like nothing ever happened. Something happened all right. Something happened to me. Because ever since that night, I've been wondering about things. Like why when, when that baby was born, we were the first ones to know about it. I mean, Yahweh sent an army of angels to a bunch of no-account shepherds to tell us that Messiah had come. Seems like maybe God, God doesn't care that much what your clothes are like or what you do for a living as long as you're looking for Him and listening. It doesn't matter so much what other people say about you. It's about what you think about God, what He, what he thinks about you. I'm thinking again about what, what that messenger said. To you is born this day a Savior. Now, I know he meant it for everybody, for like the whole world, but it felt like he was saying it right to me, like, like I needed a Savior. Like Yahweh, like Yahweh sent that baby for me. Like, like he came looking for me, the way I go looking for sheep on a dark night. I think I say is right. I, we're just like a bunch of lost sheep. We're wandering around trying to make the best of things. We don't know what we're doing half the time. It's not just my hands that are dirty. My heart could use some cleaning up too. I don't like to think of myself as a thief, but truth is I, I haven't always treated people right. As for being lost, well, half the time I don't know what in the world I'm doing, what I'm supposed to be doing. But that night, that night when the light of heaven was shining around us, I felt like I was right where I was supposed to be. And, and I knew just what I was supposed to do. I was supposed to go to Bethlehem, see that baby for myself. And when I did, and I looked in that, that little baby's face, I finally understood that, that the God who made the heavens and holds all the stars in place, the God who's out there, he'd come down to be with us to be near us, to be with us. So when I got back to the hills that night, I found, I found myself out a quiet place and I looked up at the stars again. I sang that song of David, so oh Lord, when I consider the heavens that you've made and the moon and the stars that you've set in place, who are we, a bunch of shepherds, that you should be mindful of us. And who am I, shepherd boy, that you should visit me? And then I, then I, I said, Lord, Lord who made the heavens, would you be my shepherd? Would you save me? Would, would you lead me? And ever since that night, I think he's been leading me. I feel like the light of heaven is just kind of shining on me, even, even in the darkest night. I don't know where all you folks are going from here, but I hope wherever it is, you stop once in a while and look up at the stars 
be reminded Yahweh's up there watching over everything. But I hope you also remember a shepherd's tale about a starry night when the God who hung the stars in place came down to be with us, sent a little child named Jesus. Yeah, I will never, ever get tired looking at the night sky. Because every time I look at those stars and think about God, I know he's up there in heaven, and he's thinking about me. That's pretty wonderful. There's something wonderful about that. Y'all have a good night's sleep. <laughs>